Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and go to whatever podcast app you use and hit that subscribe button. If you like to watch your podcast, we have a YouTube channel as well. Go check us out there and leave some likes and some comments and get in on the conversation. While you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about Raised on the Radio. A little side note here for you musicians and artists out there. If you like the beats you hear on the show and need some inspiration or would like to get a hold of one of these beats, make sure to hit up our good friend Ace Ha at Ace Ha Beats on YouTube and at Ace Ha Beats on SoundCloud. We are pumped to announce that Raise on the Radio has teamed up with Morphogen Nutrition out of Columbus, Ohio. This is a company we have been following for a long time and have used a lot of their products. They literally have everything you need to give your health a boost, whether that be physically or mentally. They have products such as Calm that helps manage stress and anxiety. They have products such as Party, which is a pre-party harm reduction supplement for when you know you're going to have a cocktail or four. They have pre, intra, and post-workout supplements, nootropics, multivitamins, mind and mood boosting supplements, etc. Best of all, all of their products are GMP certified, manufactured in the USA, and third-party tested so you know you are getting a no BS, scientifically validated, effectively dosed supplement that you never have to question. Just go to MorphogenNutrition.com and use discount code ROTR for 10% off. It is that easy. Raised on the Radio's listenership continues to grow with every episode. We are always looking for great sponsorship and collaboration opportunities. If you or anyone you know has a business they are trying to grow and want to jump on board with us, email us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com. We would love to connect. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out their email or on the social medias. You can reach us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com or on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. We also have a website where you can find all of our content. Head on over to raisedontheradiostl.com. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, do not hesitate to reach out. Now, let's get into this episode. Hey, everybody. Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of this show. I am Cobra Cato. Patrick Blair with me as usual. Uh, go. Whatever you got, let's go. <laughs> do you remember when I brought up, this is several, several episodes ago, but do you remember when I brought up USA Up All Night? I actually posted something on Facebook and I tagged you in it. Yeah, yeah. Did you see I, that? I did. Tag Gilbert it. Gottfried. And yeah. You remember how I described USA Up All Night and how it was just basically smut porn TV uh-huh. that I would just watch as a small child, which is uh-huh. so inappropriate. <laughs> so when I when I posted that and it was essentially just a picture, just like saying who remembers this, and I tagged you. But so when I saw that, it just got me thinking about all of the terrible, terrible movies that I watched when I was younger and I'm talking like little, but then I like revisited once I got older and was like out of the house and started drinking and smoking pot and smoking reefer and just basically being a dirt bag. But so, and I thought of one, I don't know. I don't know why it came to my brain, but it was the first one I thought of. And I, it's just, I was really into terrible movies. I still am. Let's be honest. But have you ever seen a movie called arena? Mm-mm. It's from 1989. Okay. Never heard of it, huh? No. Let me read you the description of this film, this masterpiece, okay? (laughs) 
Arena is a 1989 American science fiction action film set in 4038. Paul Satterfield plays Steve Armstrong, the first human in 50 years to compete in the intergalactic boxing sport simply called the arena. Okay, that's only that's the only description it gives. I'm already I'm nope. I'm thinking already putting together 1989 and the graphics are god awful. Let me play you this trailer. So <laughs> keep in mind this is set in 4038 by the way. <laughs> From 1989. So it yes. yeah. <laughs> and this is probably going to be hard to get through because the audio is probably going to be bad, but here goes nothing. So anyway, I thought of this, I looked up this trailer and then it sent me down a rabbit hole and I discovered something and then I'll show you that. Okay. So here we go. Arena 1989. I've I've seen this movie 1000 times. I used to chug Coca-Colas and eat fruit roll-ups and laugh my ass off at this movie. Fast forward 10 years then I would smoke weed, chug Mountain Dew Code Red and laugh my ass off at this stupid shit. Here oh, it man. is. Found out one thing, Shorty. What's that? Not cut out to be a short order cook. Wait a minute, you don't seem to understand. You may need my help. Without a job on the star station, you could be deported for vagrancy. What is he? That would suit me just fine. What? What? What is he? He's an alien. Is he an alien? Because he has like pointed ears and stuff too, right? Yeah, yeah. You're going to see a lot of pointed ears and weird things happening. Okay. And you're not going to be sure about what's happening. Okay. I'm just curious on what's questions. It's great. I'm just no, curious on what's going to happen in the next 2000 years. I'm not sure. Out of context bullshit, which is what this movie <laughs> is, but I love it. Okay. I don't give a damn about the star station. I just want to go back to Earth. Spinner, the one impressive contender is simply no match for the six-time champion of Horn. Spinner is just a pathetic shadow of his former self. <laughs> <laughs> got hands obviously uh-huh yeah where i come from we teach our kids men last time i saw a face like that i had a look at it <laughs> you steve armstrong there's something you don't know about me shorty i am a fighter uh, i fought in the human circuit i was ranked i won a lot of fights yeah <laughs> hey take it easy well, you know i heard about you but i find it very difficult to believe so ask me if he bangs her does he bang her? You betcha. I figured. I mean, an earthling who can fight. You're the guy who fed bang a window. You ever thought about the arena, Steve? This guy's a human. You're talking about arena fighting. I wanted one to sing for my whole life, but after I got to a year ago, I couldn't even get the door. Notice how loud the music is and how uh -huh. quiet. Yeah, yeah. So That's not it, on accident. This it, is just a terrible, terrible trailer. Is this leaning towards... Like fighting robot, like humans fighting robots, or or something along those lines. Is that what this is? Kind of. Kind of. Okay. Kind of. Okay. Oh, just wait until you see. Okay. Not that I've seen it. What is that? Do you know who I am? Which one of them pinched my staff? I am born! I 
his outfit. In order to balance strength between species, the arena uses the Seiko 3000 handicapping system. You see that? They use a handicapping system. Ooh. So obviously he has a higher handicap because he's human. Of course. And he's fighting. Yeah. Smart, right? Dude, I'm pretty sure I seen a steroid. I mean, I've seen some weird stuff already. I seen were they injecting steroids into that thing a while ago? Is a that what that was? Alien steroids, dude. A into like a monkey alien thing. Yeah. Oh wait. <laughs> wait to see who wait till you see who he's fighting in the trailer. The handicappers decrease the fighter's strength. Man versus monster. <laughs> what is that? Arena. So ridiculous. They couldn't have come up with anything better than that to fight. So ridiculous. So. Wow. I watched that. And then I discovered, like all Hollywood movies, they did a remake. When? I'm not going to give you 2011. Oh, I'm not my gonna give God. You, I'm not going to give you any information. We're just going to watch it. Ready? Mm -hmm. Wait till you see who's in it. I'm going to I'm gonna give you a hint. It's Mr. I Say No to Nothing. Here we go. We are going live in three, two, one. Motherfucking Samuel. Really? In this virtual underground, <laughs> fighters are captured. Tortured and forced to fight for their lives. It is now time for the fanatics to vote. Now. Somebody help me! Let me out! Their newest warrior. What do newest we know about? He's a fireman from Denver. Family? Wife. Will be their biggest challenge. Whoa! whoa, whoa. I'm not gonna fight! No. We can break him. We can make him fight for us on our stage. We're going to die here, David Lord. No, 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 don't talk like that. He's my fighter. I recruited him. They are all my fighters. And this is my world. I'll make your proposition. Give me nine more fights and win. Just banged and he's doing push-ups. Gotta love it. Why? Do you know, have, so you, have you recognized anyone else in this trailer besides Samuel L. Jackson? No, it's just proof positive that he fucking says no to, to nothing. nothing. But still, like, I, I just feel like there could have been a lot more well-known actors in this. Like, why isn't this I Channing Tatum? I had no Tatum? idea this movie Why isn't out? this Channing Tatum? Good point. Good pick. I like it. And I'll set you free. God, he sucks. I don't like Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> It's like Mortal Kombat meets Arena. Kellen Lutz. That guy, Kellen Samuel Lutz. L. Jackson. How is he still standing? And we are out in three, two, one. Arena. Unreal. Yeah, it's like no idea. It's like Street Fighter. Yeah, it's With like Street Fighter Mortal Kombat meets an old movie that was really bad. <laughs> and we got the perfect person to be in it, Samuel L. Jackson. So let me ask you, do you, do you think that they actually remade it or did they make another movie and just name it the same thing? Because there was no like weird aliens and stuff in that one. Well, I think and some of those guys were. Oh, okay. 
I don't think they just, I don't, I don't think they took the angle of like, he's in outer space and he has to fight in outer space. That okay. type of thing. I gotcha. Okay. Huh. <laughs> you want to see one more? <laughs> what do you got? This one's even more preposterous than the ones we just watched. Jim Cotta. So this is a movie called Jim Cotta. You have any idea what this is? No, but I hope it's remade with uh, Wonder Boy as the main character. That would be so dope. <laughs> so Jim Cotta is a movie that was made. In I'll give you. I'm not going to Google it. I'm going to give you what I know about it because I again I used to get hammered and watch crap like this. But essentially, the guy, the star of this movie, was a real life Olympic gold medal men's gymnast. Okay. 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 So they said we're going to put you in a movie and we're going to make this like your. 15 minutes of fame, right? So he has to go to this country. He gets recruited by the, the American government to go to this country who have these, this game, like this country has this like game to the death every year and no one's ever won it ever. But if you win, you get to basically demand something of the king of this country. So the US government wants to send this guy over, a gymnast, by the way, who has no training or martial arts background. We're going to recruit this guy to go there, win the tournament, and then they're going to demand that they set up uh, uh, missile stations on their country to be pointed at Russia. It was like during the Cold War. Here we go. Jim Cotta, 1985. Did I give you enough? You don't need any more, right? I think I've got enough. Okay. So this is the real life guy. He was a real life gold medal winning gymnast. Okay. Kurt Thomas. You're going to toughen your mind and your body. It's going to make your Olympic training look like finger painting. Anyone who enters Parmistan must play the game. If he wins, he's allowed his life and one request. We're interested in Parmistan for one reason, and that's location. Why don't we send in the troops? Direct military action is out of style, my friend. Finesse. There is one chance for one. It's a sweet mullet, though. Any questions? Definitely. None. His name, Jonathan Cabot. His title, (laughs) World Gymnastics Champion. His assignment, a secret mission for the United States government. His only weapon, himself. And that's all hell needs. Don't trust anyone. Combine the power of gymnastics with the explosive force of karate. Jim Kata. <laughs> there are many sounds around us. Here, the only sound of axe are in the air. I mean, the one thing I'll give him is this. Like, you put this real-life guy who can actually move like that and do all that stuff, it makes it look a little bit, well, especially to eight-year-old me, it makes it look a little bit cool, right? Yeah. But, yeah, it's preposterous. The whole... the. I mean, it's it's it's, 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 it's a lot of, like, Walker, Texas Ranger type yes, fighting. That's you know? a good point. Yes. But it is all, it's also, like, the story from what I remember of it. It's like, it's so ridiculous. Like, there's nothing that happens. The first 30 minutes of the movie, you could just be like, 
all right, he went and he won. We got the fucking missile stations there. You don't need to see the rest of this movie because it really doesn't make sense after this. <laughs> after he gets told like what his mission is, it doesn't make any sense. and karate are fused, the combustion becomes an explosion, and a new kind of martial arts superhero is born. Wenchai. Jim Kata. What's that thing called? It's not a balance beam, but like, what's the thing? Or is it? The, pommel the, horse? Is that what it's called? That's got the handles on Is that on what it? it's called in gymnastics? The thing with the two bars? Pommel horse? You did gymnastics? <laughs> yeah, I was right. I'm lame. I, anyway. I'm, I'm just curious on when you're, when you're going to find yourself on one of those in the middle of a crowd of guys to where you can when just... When you have to go to another country <laughs> and take over, bro. What do you mean? <laughs> That's the kind of shit I watch, dude. Oh, man. I see why yeah, you are why childhood. you are. Makes sense. It, it, yeah, is it coming together now? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> what? She's, she says the pommel horse is strictly a male thing in gymnastics. Oh, that makes sense. I don't think I've never seen a woman do it. Me neither, now that I've thought about it. Huh. Well, while we're on the subject of movies and fighting, the new Roadhouse trailer came out today. And. How many times have you watched it? Be honest. Uh, three times. Okay, this will be my fourth. You ready? Let's do it. Well, just, hang on, hang just... on. What was what was your thought going into this? Which I'm I mean, glad which they I didn't mean, make I... it with Ronda Rousey. Yeah, that's true. But okay. also, like, I didn't really know what the how they were going to move the storyline based off of the original movie. All the well, li- literally all I knew up until this trailer was it was going to be Jake Gyllenhaal they... and. Connor was going to be Connor in McGregor. it. I didn't know how they were going to use Connor. Bro, they're not remaking Hamlet. It's it's fucking Roadhouse. They yeah. didn't have much to do. It's not a hard story to tell. That's true. It's very true. But when you get a star like Jake Gyllenhaal, you win. Yeah. I didn't think it would be bad. Once I found out that he was doing it, it's like, it can't be terrible. I also like terrible movies. So I'm in regardless. And when I saw this trailer, now I'm really in. In the trailer they were that people are going to see, the clips of McGregor, I feel like that's what you're going to see throughout the whole movie. I don't think you're going to see much, many scenes where Connor has a lot of dialogue. It's going to be short and may, and you know, he may be breaking stuff. He may be fighting somebody or something like that. But, but the dialogue is going to be a couple of words at a time. And that's about it. Probably. Yeah, you're probably right. That's okay. Yeah. The original, the original ass kicker, and the first one didn't have many lines of dialogue, so true. Stay true to the stay true to the original. Yeah. All right, let's watch Here this. Here we go. It fucking rules. I'm so excited. I'm such a dork. You could really tell that Jake Gyllenhaal was ha- like had a lot of fun with this movie too. Just out of this trailer. 
Well, not even, not only that, but like the buildup too, where he was at the UFC and like he was in the ring, like in the octagon. I just mean like the other movies he's done where he's, you know, fighting like Southpaw um, or or his more serious roles. Like he's got to be serious in that stuff too. This is a movie where he's actually able, you know, to showcase his skills in fighting, but also with a kind of comical tone to it. It's Roadhouse, bro. I know, but I'm just saying you could tell he he had a lot yeah. more fun with it than what uh uh what's his face originally Swayze? yeah Swayze don't, had with it. Don't originally. you dare! It was a mocking. I just could, I couldn't don't think of his name. Dare! <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop you right there before you say something you regret. I forgot that Dirty Dancing was your favorite movie of all time. It's up there. Before we start, do you have insurance? What? Your coverage good? Like, do you have dental? Oh, haha. Is there a hospital nearby? Is it like too far? About like 25 minutes, I'd say. I just slapped you. Are you all right? What? So you like to fight? You ever win? No one ever wins a fight. By the way, how many different kinds of steroids were Gyllenhaal and Connor sharing during the making of this movie? Okay, you 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 made this comment before. I don't know that he is, bro. He can get you can tell you, something. you can get to this this here no. without it. Yes, you can. Not at his yes, age. You... No, you can't. No, you can't. It's not happening. Now, okay. He may be bumping up the testosterone a little bit, but I but okay. but, but but what I'm saying is you don't probably need it's more than that to get to this. It's not 1980 anymore. He's on testosterone, dude. Yeah, it's 2024. When I say steroids, I don't mean the steroids that we all thought Rocky was on. I'm talking about the shit that everybody does now. Okay, you don't look like this naturally at his age. It's just, it's not possible. Okay, you you disagree? You think he could look like this? By fucking eating lots of protein and working out three times a day. Yes. No, you're crazy. You're nuts. Look at look at him compared to like The Rock. He is tiny compared to The Rock. The Rock is a big guy, regardless. You're so? talking about two different human beings. Jake Gyllenhaal. How tall is Jake Gyllenhaal? Let's find this out. Yeah, he's like five eight. Okay. All right, dude. Here's what I'm gonna do. You take a leave of absence. He's 43, by the way. Okay. So keep that in mind. Okay. Ah. How much bigger is he in this movie, do you think, compared to when he was in Southpaw? Much bigger. Much bigger. In Southpaw, he was playing a 148-pound boxer. Okay. This, he's supposed to be like 185, like an 185-pound UFC fighter. Okay. I mean, just think about that. He's six foot. Oh shit, he's six foot. Okay. Well dang. Nonetheless. Um here's what we're gonna do. You take a leave of absence from work. <laughs> I will pay your bills. Make sure your family is fed. And then you just spend every day, three times a day, four times a day in the gym and see if you look like this. And you're what? How old? You're like eight years younger than this guy, right? How old is he? Forty three. Yeah, I'm 35. Okay, so you should have no problem. Yeah, we can do this. Okay, all right, cool. We're going to do it. We'll shake on it next how time long, we see you. How, how long do you think he had to prepare for this movie? 
couple months, probably. More than that. I mean, a lot of these guys say they do this in a couple months. Like Thor, that dude's like, yeah, give me like two months. Do you know why? Because he's on. He's on all of the juice. I don't know, man. Uh, what was from every country on Earth? So, okay, when Rousey was originally going to do this, Gyllenhaal wasn't involved, right? Like, they, no, she, no, she was supposed was, to be a star, be her star vehicle role, for right? Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank God that didn't happen, huh? Yeah. This ain't the Holiday Inn, pal. I, I'm, I'm moving. A friend of mine suggested I come talk to you. Dude, I he's not that big. Out in the Florida Keys. Lately, it's been attracting a lot of clientele. No, he's not. He's not juice. I'm man. telling you, he's not strong man big, but he is shredded, dude. He doesn't have an ounce of fat. He has muscles on his muscles, dude. You don't get that way at 43 without some help. Okay. Pay you good money. Judging by your car, you need this. Well, I like my car. Think about it. I know who you are. Elwood Dalton. Big fan, man. That guy's got a knife under his shirt. You just take a big step back and pop me in the face. You can do it. Tell me about the bouncing. Yeah, it's all nice. Like he's Mr. Rogers or something. But then he'll haul off. <laughs> really interesting guy, overall. Brand wants to take the roadhouse away from me. He wants to build some resort. I should warn you, people have a certain way of getting things done around here. Speaking of steroids, Jesus Christ, Connor. Like, yeah. Come on, dude. <laughs> That's cocaine and steroids. <laughs> how all... how uh, how many takes do you think it took him to get comfortable doing the just this scene right here? I bet it well, took. Let's a, watch it. I bet it took a while. Yeah, and notice too. My wife brought this up. He tries to kill his accent a little bit. Tries I, to dumb I it down. I noticed that. Bit. Yeah, I did notice yeah. that. Yeah, which I like. Good for him. He's trying to be a thespian, <laughs> but he's not. Hey, fellas. Looks like you're having a smashing tonight. I got a tip for you. Don't let no one get this close. Can I say something? Let me get. I do yeah. like. <laughs> I I do like. Or <laughs> dissecting a roadhouse trailer. <laughs> I know, but I do like the headbutt there. Oh, you like that? I don't know why. It just like fe- that, that feel that feels Connor to me. Well, it also feels authentic. If you're going to hurt someone and you don't want them to expect what's coming, you headbutt yeah. them. Yeah, sure. You know, threaten me. Tell me to get out of town. I get the impression that you can't be threatened. Once Knox is on the job, it's over, baby. It takes a lot to- By the way, perfect role for Connor. He's basically uh, himself. It, yeah, yeah. Perfect role. Like, you couldn't have, like... I'm sure they could have found 1,000 different people to do it, and it would have been just fine. But, you know. Get me angry, but when I am, I just can't let go. People seem a little aggressive around here. Is that a... Is that one in front of yours? No, I just broke his arm. <laughs> Something I noticed too, uh, 
is that an added tattoo on Connor's back in this trailer? Probably. Or did he get that? I don't know. I haven't. I don't know. Okay. It could be. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm in. I'm sold. I want to see it. Yeah. I'll definitely watch it. I like, but I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I was going to see it anyway because yeah. I like him. Yeah. Dude, I was actually going through IMDb on Jake Gyllenhaal today. Dude, he's had so many good movies. Tons. Tons. The most underrated one. No one talks about it. Like underrated movie period, but oh. also performance by him is the movie Prisoners. Yeah. With, seen uh, that? Yeah. With uh, Dude, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Yeah. So good. And I was hoping you would that say, is... I, ho I was hoping you were going to say Bubble Boy, but whatever. No, but keep in mind too. <laughs> the guy who played Bubble Boy has won an Oscar. I just want to, like, if you don't think you can achieve your dreams, <laughs> I said this because uh, the one dude won last year. The dude from uh, Long Duck Dong from Sixteen Candles won an Oscar. Okay. But I tweeted it or put it on Facebook. I don't remember what I put it on, but I was like, "Hey, guy, if you if you don't think you can achieve your dreams, just remember that Bubble Boy, the next Karate Kid, and Long Duck Dong have all won Oscars." <laughs> Dreams are attainable. Yeah. <laughs> but I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I've never actually seen Bubble Boy all the way through. I did when it first came out. I haven't seen it. But it was like that was like per, he, that was like perfect timing in my life for that kind of a movie. Like it just oh, hit sure. me at that teenage, you know. You probably have it on DVD. I might somewhere. Prisoners rules. Southpaw's yep. awesome. Yes. Uh, End of Watch is another one. I, I've not, I don't hear yes. anyone ever talk about the movie. That movie is yeah. fucking awesome. It was very good. What's that other guy in Love that? Love that movie. Um, Nick Nick Pena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another incredibly underrated actor. Yes. He's in that movie I told you to watch, which you probably haven't done it yet. Probably not. Uh, he, he's in a movie with Michael, is it? Yeah, Alexander Skarsgård and Nick Pena. It's a movie called War on Everyone. Okay. Dude. You need to see this movie. It's so good. Okay. They play two cops, the but kind of like semi dirty ish cop, but they're kind of like you know they're not dirty, but they're sketchy. Let's just say that. Okay. Yeah, it's so good. Nick Payne is another one of those underrated actors to me. He was in that space movie that just came out. I don't know that I care to see it though. He tries to become the first Mexican astronaut, I think, or something like that. Okay. You didn't see the trailer for this. Uh -uh. Yeah, I, dude, when I saw it, I was like, ah. I don't like space. I think we've talked about that enough on this podcast. I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> so it's, even though one of my the movie, the arena was set in space. But uh, what's some other? Uh, End of Watch. Zodiac. Uh, Nightcrawler. Zodiac's good. Uh, Nightcrawler's really good. Yes. I'm uh, forgetting one. The The new one, that that the Guilty movie, that was really good too. Remind me what that is. Uh, where he was a police officer, but he got in trouble, and he got put on the the phones. And yes, that's a great movie as well. Yeah, that was just that was came good. out like last year or something. Uh, there was another one that I I heard really good. The amb ambulance, I think, is what it's called. That it was that one was of his good. newer movies. I haven't seen it yet. That was good. Yeah, it's was really it? good. You should okay. see it. He was in Spider Man. Yeah, I seen that on his IMDb. I didn't know. I had no idea. Oh, Stronger was good. He plays the uh, bombing survivor. I don't think I've seen that. The Day After Tomorrow, that one just popped in my head. It's a good one. It's a stupid movie. It's so ridiculous. but that, it, it, it is, but good. it had some good actors in it. And I, I forgot that uh, the, the girl from um, Shameless, Shameless was in it, too. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I would say, oh, Donnie Darko, of course. Oh, dude, yeah. 
even though no throwing, one knows what that movie's about. Throwing it back. I don't think they still know what it's about. No, Seth Rogen has admitted that he has no clue what the movie's about. <laughs> did you ever like, see... Get heat. Did you ever see S. Darko? No. Okay. No, I didn't care. Didn't care. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, so I'm in I'm in on that movie. It'll be fun. I like cheese. Like, I Dude, I like... I like shit like that, man. I grew up on cheesy bullshit action movies like Roadhouse, like Tango and Cash and, you know, all those fucking movies, man. So before we play some music and I, I, well, oh, you brought up Vince McMahon. So I had no idea about this. This just kind of shows you how little I care about wrestling. So explain to me what's going on and then I'll look it up. Or you want me to look it up? Uh, Look it up because I don't remember the girl's name and I don't want to get anything wrong. Okay. All, all I know, there's uh, there's been a lawsuit going on against Vince McMahon for a few years now. Which, by the way, he looks crazy. Doesn't he? That mustache, dude? Yeah. I didn't know that's what he looks like. Oh, really? What happened? No, I had no idea. Look I, yeah, I feel, I feel like he's definitely, I don't know, it feels like since he took a step back uh, from the WWE, he, it, I don't know, he just, it looks like he's going downhill. He, uh, he, he was at some event with like the undertaker or something not too long ago. And he was, he had a cane and stuff too. So I don't know if like health is declining and they're not saying much He's about probably, it. Yeah. It's gotta be, but well, again, steroids for, and he did the 1980 steroids. So he did imagine what that did yeah. to him. Uh, former WWE staffer. What does that mean? So she wasn't a wrestler. No, she was not a wrestler. Whoa. I thought you meant it was a wrestler. No. Holy shit. Former WWE staffer Janelle Grant filed a lawsuit Thursday in which she alleged that longtime WWE chairman and CEO Vince McMahon sexually abused her and sex trafficked her to others within the company. Grant signed a NDA in 2022 under which she agreed to remain silent about her allegations and her relationship with McMahon in exchange for $3 million. That's not a good payday considering how much he's worth. Uh, Grant alleges in her lawsuit that payment stopped after initial $1 million payment. So she is seeking to void the agreement and is suing for unspecified damages. Additionally, Grant alleges in the lawsuit that McMahon had her create personalized sexual content for a WWE superstar that he was trying to re-sign. The suit didn't name the professional wrestler, but described him as both a UFC fighter and WWE talent. Well, there are only two. So it's either CM Punk or Brock Lesnar. Right. People, people familiar with the matter identified the wrestler as Brock Lesnar, one of WWE's biggest names. Wow. In the lawsuit, which names WWE McMahon and former WWE head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis as defendants. Grant alleges that McMahon pressured her into sexual situations and degraded her in exchange for giving her a job at WWE as administrator coordinator in their legal department. That is a weird title. Administrator coordinator. Just be one. Why both? Yeah. So Grant states in the lawsuit that in June 2021, McMahon and another executive locked her in, in her office, took turns sexually assaulting her. She also alleged that days later, McMahon locked her in his private locker room and forced himself on her. Ay, ay, ay. Jesus Christ. McMahon allegedly sent explicit text messages to Grant and to other people within WWE about Grant, and Grant provided screenshots as part of the lawsuit. Oops. In one text, McMahon allegedly wrote to Grant, I'm the only one who owns you and controls who I want to fuck. You. No good. 
McMahon allegedly sent explicit photos of Grant to other people in the WWE. And when others at WWE expressed interest in having sex with Grant after seeing photos on his phone, McMahon alleged in text, she may scream and try to say no, although it would be difficult to say anything with a cock down her throat. My God. All right, I have the creeps now. Can I turn? Can I stop? Do you have so, enough? So let, let me ask something. As Good I was, God. as I was reading that, as gross it as it is, doesn't it? This is going to sound really bad, and I don't mean for it to, but does it surprise you that someone with that has that much power can do, be that way? Explain. I mean, someone that has that big of an ego and is that arrogant. And has that much power, like owns one of the biggest companies in the universe. Sure. Does it surprise you that they can act that way? Because they feel like think, all the money and they have all the money in the world and nothing can touch them. I would say a counter to your argument would be one doesn't rise to that level of power without being that big of a shithead. There's that's true. I think time and time again, we kind of find out these guys that have all this power, all this money, all of this um, control over people and over situations. Oftentimes, they just take what they want when they want it yeah. because they have the power. And you, I mean. <laughs> so, so when this stuff started coming out, he originally stepped down from like CEO of the company. And that's when he kind of right. let Triple H and Stephanie, his daughter, take over, th take things over. Because I think a big part of this was also because Linda McMahon, his wife, is in politics. She's like in the Senate or something. I don't know what her title is. No uh, way, really? Yeah, look up, look up what she is in. I mean, she's she's up there. My God. Yeah, so that was a big part of. Well, it. that's so he, not going to help her career in politics. No, so he stepped away for quite a while, and then. He he recently came back long enough just for him to sell the company. Uh, Linda McMahon. How long has he been with this lady? Long time. No shit. How does she feel about all this? Because I, I think Trump appointed her as a certain... In 2009, McMahon left the WWE, WWE to run for a seat in the United States Senate from Connecticut as a Republican... Lost to Richard Blumenthal in the 2010 general election. She was the Republican nominee for Connecticut's other Senate seat in the 2012 race, but lost to Democrat Chris Murphy. On December 7, 2016, Donald Trump announced that he would nominate McMahon to be administrator of the Small Business Administration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Senate confirmation hearing began on January 24, 2017, and on February 1st, her nomination was approved by the Senate committee with an 18 to 1 vote. On March 29, 2019, the Trump administration announced McMahon would step down to assume new responsibilities within President Trump's re-election campaign, and the resignation took effect on April 12th. On April 15th, she was named the chairwoman of America First Action, a pro-Trump super PAC. Yeesh. Hmm. So maybe she will be okay. Maybe. Maybe this won't matter at all. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I'm just saying. <laughs> She probably has the support of some pretty <laughs> shady folks. That's all I'm saying. Uh, wow, dude, that's crazy. I didn't know about any of this until you brought it up, man. I just, I'm so out of the loop on anything. If I see WWE in a news 
heading or any, I just ignore it. I just don't give a, f- I just don't give a, f- I mean, I'll watch old, like I've went down a couple of rabbit holes lately of watching old promo videos and stuff, but. Well, did you see the, the latest news about WWE is that Netflix bought WWE Raw? Yeah. People were asking what that would do for the UFC or do to the UFC because they merged. Well, they're owned by the same company now, that TKO, right? Right. right. And then, like, The Rock just, he just got added to the board of the WWE, I believe, too. And now he has, like, all the rights to his name through the WWE also, which is a great move. But I'm pretty sure uh, his ex-wife, Danny Garcia, is on there with him also. Like, everything everything that he does, she's a part of also. It's kind of weird. Sounds like there was an agreement made in that divorce. I mean, maybe. Yeah, she's like a part of everything. Even like the XFL and everything she's been a part of. Interesting. Yeah. Well, is it bad of me to say that I'm not surprised by this story? Because of Vince McMahon or? Yeah. Like, I'm not that surprised that a story like this would come out about him. Well, I mean, it kind of like what I was saying is, you know, when you have somebody that has that much power and that much ego and that much arrogance for that long, it won't surprise me if more women come out and start jumping on this. Just like any other lawsuit that's happened over the past few years for anybody right. in any sport, when you have one person come out, it's, it's time it's effect. time to jump on. Right. Whether whether, you know, whether that's you know, legit or not, it is what it is. And if if one person is coming out, then people tend to follow suit. I haven't liked Vince McMahon and, I, and I, again, I've just always assumed that he was the guy behind this, but I really hated that after Owen Hart died, the next night they had a show and did that little tribute thing, but that was like all they did for Owen Hart. And I, it really just, and I, but I have, I have friends in the wrestling business who really, really explain this well and, and kind of talk about how, you know, they just, they didn't do right by that guy and his, like, the, hard worker he was for the company just like to give him like a 10 minute tribute before a show it's like the show must go on let's keep making money like business as usual it's like fuck that yeah i don't know but again uh, my my sort of visceral visceral reaction to that comes from my friends who are closer to the situation than i am but i don't know whatever well i mean the the crazy thing is is as big as he was he still made all the decisions pretty much for everything and that's what I mean. So you always, yeah. you always attached all of the negative to like, he's the guy behind the controls of everything, you know? Right. So I just always assumed that he was like, no, no, we're going to, we're going to continue, you know? But it was also, that was after his whole run in the whole Montreal screw job thing with Bret Hart. So yeah, to me, it always was kind of like, he has it out for this family anyway. He's always like, yeah, they'll work for me. And because he knows they'll work. Because they don't know anything else. Literally don't know anything else. The entire right. family. Right. The the dudes are wrestlers and the women are wrestlers' wives. They don't know anything else. So, I don't know. Well, dude, You know that it, whole story a, about the Montreal oh, screwdriver. Yeah, right? yeah, uh, yeah, Have good. you seen the documentary? Yes. Okay. I think there's multiple okay. out there, but yeah. Dude, but the In the, the Shadows one, the actual first one that was made, not yeah. the made-for-TV ones, like the movie movie, yeah. is really good. Yeah. It's one of my favorite documentaries. 
Yeah, dude, they, I mean, they did some crazy stuff with like messing with people's lives. Like when uh, Matt Hardy, do you remember Matt Hardy and Lita? See, that was after my time. I know, okay. I know that name, but I never. So they were, they dated for. Hardy a, Brothers, right? Was it Matt yeah, and Jeff? Yeah, something? Matt and Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Matt dated Lita for the longest time. And then in real life, Lita ended up with Edge and Matt Hardy and Edge hated each other like okay. in real life. So they played that in the ring also. So these two guys who hate them, he hate each other have right. to actually wrestle each other and not beat the living crap out of each other. It's, right. I mean, that's, that's rough stuff. I mean, that's, that's, that's yeah. really like, that's including your real life into this character that you're playing. Well, that's what they said was the way it was Brett, you know, Brett the Hitman Hart and Shawn Michaels truly hated each other. Yeah. But that was more of like a business thing that turned to actual real life. It didn't involve like you're banging my chick now, but like Jim Cornette talked about it on one of these things that I, I love Jim Cornette, by the way. Yeah. If there's a, like, there's a handful of guys, like I want to go have a beer with that guy. Jim <laughs> Cornette is one. Cause, cause he'll just, you know, he won't shut up about wrestling. He fucking yeah. loves it. He's immersed right. like in all of it. Right. And he'll tell all the stories of like the time that I remember. But anyway, but he told, he told a story. He was talking about that whole situation and he was talking about how, you know, who better to pick for the Montreal Screwjob than the guy that Ac Bret Hart actually hated in real life. You know, only Vince McMahon would be that vindictive. You know, it, it was almost like he wasn't covering it up or wasn't trying to hide it because it was Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Like, where is Bret Hart's mind supposed to go? And of course, Bret Hart was like, well, you knew about this too. And Shawn Michaels swears to this day, like he didn't know. And, you know, like he went and it's in the documentary. He went immediately, like Shawn Michaels immediately went backstage, went into Bret Hart's uh, dressing room and said to his wife, Bret Hart's wife and his son, who's there like crying on the floor. Like, I didn't know anything about it. I promise you. Like, and Bret Hart's wife is just like, lecturing all of them and like pointing at triple h and like you knew about this and like you you see all these dudes who like would die for that company because again they don't know anything else it's all they've ever known just sitting there taking it from this lady they're just like i can't what am i supposed to say right. i can't argue right like what am i what am i supposed to do that whole thing you know what really sucks about that too is bret hart took that fucking deal with wcw and his career died at, in WCW. That, if you, so I followed WCW before I ever got into like, into WWF. And yeah. so it was interesting for me to see the guys that came over from WWF to WCW or vice versa. Like watching Chris Jericho go from WCW over to WWF. Um, right. And stuff like that. So, I don't know, WCW was kind of my, my cup of tea, but watching, you know, seeing like Hulk Hogan and you know these guys yeah, was, come over and sucked. do the NWO thing and all that. I don't know. For was, again, one of those things where like it caught me exactly when it needed to catch me as far as my age goes and stuff. Like sure. I was, I was in it. But yeah, I was way out of it at that time. But I still had people that watched it, so I knew about some of this stuff. But um, and then it's a and crazy then, business, you know, man. and then leading into it, then. Uh, WWE buying WCW was crazy mm -hmm. too because they had the wars that went on there right. for a while and then all of a sudden they just made this announcement that WWE had bought WCW and it's like oh shit who are they going to keep who are they going to get rid of like 
you know, and then you see the biggest names in WCW, like Goldberg and stuff is now, right. you know, wrestling in WWF is just freaking weird. I saw someone came out and said something about Goldberg recently. It came up in one of my feeds about how he was a terrible wrestler and he hurt, almost hurt a lot of people badly because he was so bad in the ring. Who fucking I said mean, it? It, it, wouldn't was, uh... it wouldn't surprise me. And like, if you, if you watch, I mean, if you do interviews with anybody like Stone Cold and all these guys, like they, they'll tell you the wrestlers that they hated wrestling against because they either wrestled so stiff or, yeah. you know, or their, the moves that they did, they weren't, you know, especially in the moment, they weren't as safe as they needed to be. And back then, dude, they didn't care. They were just, you know, doing the moves and that was it. Right. It wasn't near as safe as what it is now. Not that it's still still not that it's safe, but. I saw a clip of Logan Paul wrestling somebody. It was so bad. Oh, really? I heard he was pretty everything good. Was, everything was telegraphed. Everything was, it just, I, I'm not into it, man. It, it's too... It's too neat for me. Yeah. It's too neat. What uh, uh, is Pat McAfee still doing wrestling stuff or no? I don't know. Probably. Anything that guy can do to get attention, I'm sure he's going to do. Fuck <laughs> him. Um, <laughs> did you, before we get off of wrestling, because we've been talking about it too long, did you ever watch the Ric Flair 30 for 30? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. You liked it, right? Yeah. He's the best, dude. It's, it's so good. So good. Another guy you wish you could just sit and have a beer with. I mean, one thousand percent. You would. He's need, at the top would, of the list. You would need sixty beers to hear all those stories that he's got in his brain. I would die of alcohol poisoning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Maybe not from beer though. I'd, I'd probably be okay. Yeah, whatever. But I'd probably fall asleep at the bar. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, he's at the top of the list, dude. Him. I, you know, it's funny what you're talking about this. Who who else would there be? There'd be him. Jim Cornette, as far of wrestling. As far as stories you'd want to hear? No, just somebody who seems cool. Like, it'd be cool oh, to okay. just sit down and chat with them. And maybe okay. they tell you good stories or maybe, you know. Uh, did you see Jelly Roll go in front of Congress and talk about fentanyl? I heard about it. I didn't see it. How? It's not that long of a video. It's probably like six, seven minutes long. Watch it, okay. dude. I, it makes me like him more, dude. Good. He took a very honest, very, it wasn't. There was like no agenda. It wasn't like sort of like self gratifying. It wasn't like, hey, look at me. I'm doing this for attention. Like, but what it was very. Does he have people that have had issues here? He was, he went to prison for being a drug dealer, dude. But was fentanyl involved in that? No. Well, I don't know. No. Well, he didn't go specifically for fentanyl, but I'm sure he dealt with it. Well, that's what I'm asking. Like, is he, is, what gives I'm not, this is a knock, but what gives him the need to go and talk about fentanyl? Like, does he have friends or something that's overdosed or yeah. anything yeah, well, like that's that? That's what he talks about. He, he, so he goes in, I'll give you the short version. So he goes in front of them and basically says, he talks about how here's who I am. Here's my purpose. Or, you know, here, this is why I'm here. I want to talk to you about this. I want to talk to you about that. He talks about as someone who's lost many friends, family members, coworkers, blah, 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 to this, this drug. He's like, I want you to know that I do not have a political affiliation. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. Um, I'm here because if anyone's been close enough to this, you know, as someone who was incarcerated for selling drugs, I know how it destroys lives. And I will, you know, have to sort of 
I don't remember the words he used, but have to pay for it for the rest of his life. It's whatever he, whatever he said. Uh, it's just really cool. I mean, again, maybe I'm wrong about why he was there. Maybe he had a purpose. Maybe he did it for attention. But whatever. I, I in the moment, I liked it. I don't know. Dude, it's it's something that's not to fuck with, and the the very very minuscule amount can kill you. And it's being you know cut it's into nuts, cocaine dude. and everything else now. And everything. Yeah, that that story of, of, from a couple of years ago with uh, that comedian Kate Quigley. Yeah, her and her friends that were doing it at a party, and her, I think one or two of her friends died. And you have she, to test your drugs now. Yeah, she lucky enough got it. You know got out alive from it and it's not did you see the story about the three people that froze in kansas city uh-uh. you didn't see the story no i don't think so what happened so kansas city chiefs watch party for oh the, okay yeah 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 okay yeah. i know i know what you're talking about the guy like hypothermia okay, so and stuff at the, the game. three guys died in the backyard and the one guy was in the house for two days sleeping and no one could find these guys and oh wait th- those two but, things um, are connected what? Okay, so I seen I seen the store the headline about the people from the Chiefs game who had like had hypothermia and stuff. But right. then I also seen a different headline about a guy who didn't know that his friends were dead in his backyard. Same story. That's this. Th- those two things are connected. I didn't know that. Okay. All right. Yeah, they were at a par- They were at a guy's house at a party. They were partying, you know, watching the Chiefs game. Okay. And so. The three guys were found frozen under the underneath the snow in the backyard. And the guy apparently claims he didn't know about it because he was on his couch sleeping for two days, sleeping it off, as he says. So, My theory so is this: is, they, they didn't go to the game. This was they were just no. In they were at Kansas a guy's City. house. Yeah, okay. they didn't go to. Okay. The, well, they might, maybe they went to the game and they were partying after. I don't remember that part of the story, but the fact okay. of the matter is, this guy had people at his house. Gotcha. So, and like people knew that they were at this guy's house because this one guy's fiance is the one that discovered him in the backyard because he wasn't answering his phone. The friend wasn't answering his phone. So anyway, I bring this up because my working theory on this is that these guys decided to do a little partying, maybe decided to do a little blow. Oops, fentanyl. These three guys died in this guy's house. This guy didn't die. And he's like, fuck, if I get caught, I'm going to prison for a long time. So he put him out in the backyard and thought, Maybe they'll freeze or maybe if they're out in the backyard, you know, I, I'm just, this is the, just, a, I'm not saying this is what happened. I'm just telling you, this is my theory. It feels like one of those situations where it was a party gone wrong or, you know, drug overdose gone wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause they, I don't think they've come back with autopsies or anything like that as far as like foul play that way. But what they did say is it didn't look like there was any violence committed against these gentlemen. Gotcha. So they weren't beaten to death and then put out in the snow. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it is weird that you would have multiple strange. people in the backyard. That's crazy. That died from hypothermia or, you know, maybe one. And, but if also if you're just outside, like at a house. Well, yeah. remember that weather that at that time was like, I, I understand. I understand. I, yeah, I understand that, but I'm just saying like they could, I would have thought you could have made it to a neighbor's house. Or something before you died in a backyard. Well, that's the thing. Dying of hypothermia, like, what the fuck were you doing out there? How right. how high were you that you couldn't move? Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, the hypothermia aspect of it yeah. seems a bit sketchy. I think it's I we passed out from something or overdosed on something and then something. I don't know. Right. Very crazy story. 
But yeah, you're sleeping on the couch for two days. Like I've partied hard, man. I've never needed two days. Yeah. I've needed <laughs> an afternoon, maybe <laughs> like two days. Like what were you doing? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That seems odd. Well, before we get out of here, let's end on some music. So we promised last week that we would listen to some more Lil Dicky because he's like I like I said, just coming with the heat, just dropping song after he dropped a new one today. I was just gonna ask, has he put out anything else since last week? Yeah, yeah, Damn a dude. short film and a new fucking song. Jesus. But I'm gonna play one that came out six days ago. Okay. So you might, you'll probably remember this. Well, you will. You watch the show, so you'll remember this from the show. And I think is this is legitimately one of the better all around hip hop songs okay. I heard on the show. Okay. So this is a uh, again, folks, brand new Lil Dicky. It's called Ha Ha Ha. This, I'm just gonna say this now, so I don't have to stop it in five seconds. In this beat is tough. <laughs> Here we go. That's a joke. That's a joke. Ha ha ha. They get roast. Ha ha ha. That's a joke. That's a joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'ma get the last laugh now, right here. I remember I was getting by until I had to get it. Or I could just be a movie. So, different than what we've seen before, this is not from the show. They actually made. Right. This is from the short film. So, made a music video. Now, but I'm just getting to the punchline of everything. So, buckle up, cause this a long ride. Like a limousine, my girl, like when I spoon her all night, like vanilla bean. Do you like when he does lazy flows like this? What's keeping me involved is listening to the lyrics because he's doing that thing where it's lyrics that kind of have to make you think a little bit. Sure. Like my girl likes when I spoon her all night, like vanilla bean. You know, that, that kind words, of stuff. That, yeah, words, that's what that's what words. Eminem does a lot that I like too. Uh, that yeah. that's what's keeping interested. If if there was no, um, if there was nothing to the lyrics, I would probably be bored right now. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's good at play on words and uh, yeah, double meanings and stuff like that. So it's definitely fun to try to catch all the shit he says. Yeah, like drinking Hennessy. I got a lot of rapper in me pause. Now they wrapped around my finger wedding. Gotta line it up, super calculated like a TI 83 plus. I was out in China getting the bread, rapping to him. No, I wasn't, but you believe me, cause I'm the type of guy that could be rapping out in China. I'm swimming in vagina. I get it, I do it. Sometimes I fuck for fitness. I got the pussy off Olympics, but in like Olympics. I need to take a breather, but she pleaded, say she needed back to back to back. Like I'm Kobe Shaq. I don't know, but I got stories got up in my ear, and he like Dave, you got a booyah on that back. If I it's even like simple lines like that, like back to back to back, like Kobe and like Shaq. That's even like simple shit like that. Like when somebody goes, yeah, that's, that's, that's easy. No, it's not. Yeah. You think of it then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I appreciate even the simplest forms of like, of this stuff that he does even like that, you know? Yeah. Back on Bumble, better servers probably crumble. I am just another muggle till I'm not one. 
It's hard to say none, lock you up on hot ones I just got the new facts, and they say I'm top one Women say they pussy smooth, looking like a Ken doll Should've said a Barbie doll, oh He's a weird fucker, huh? Little bit Goodbye, au revoir, y'all in limbo, raise the bar I get on racks like my arm bar, I gave my best friend my whole car Tried to tell ya, I'm a win, it's just a matter of when I hit the club up with the players, then get brunch with GM Holy smoke, these gold singles make me Do you think Hims actually sponsors this? Very much possible. Very could be. Uh, it ha could be has possible, to, yes. right? He even included like the website. Right. I'm gonna skip through here. Am I seeing This check for me or am I seeing dub? I would lift weights at the gym, but then I'm like, why? I'm a nice guy. Guess when I walk by, I just got a package in the mail and I fuck twice. Jugging, finessing. LeBron up in my mentions, they peanut butter jealous. I'm on a like Nutella. These motherfuckers, they done lost me. Everything I'm doing, lofty. I'm kind of wearing on, I'm like a softie. I got it ground up like coffee. I had a 06, ride it up, wild and out back in 06. I was talking about graduating, now I'm on wild and now time has changed. Got a little grayness in my hair, I don't care, I gotta face it. I ain't never knowing how the money payment work. And there's a person, couple people, probably I don't even bother. Big up to my father, he been so responsible and so logical. What am I even doing? Why am I rapping like this? I'm such a loser. I hate when rappers try to rap fast. Make the kids dance. Women lick my anus. Think pieces on me, New York Times, I made it. I'm fucking like a fable doggy style while she cagled. Then we eat a couple bagels with the locks word the Jada. And guess what? I'm the it guy for America. Don't mind me, I'm over here just redefining the alpha male. Don't mind me, I'm over here just getting all the ops. How they rap? I've been working on my craft, making it happen. We should make a bracket. Don't forget that I'm the cuff median, but I'm better than the rappers. That's a joke. That's a joke. Ha ha ha. They getting roast. Ha ha ha. That's a joke. Ha ha ha. What a joke. Ha ha ha. He's got a good run. For film. Yeah, that's true. For real. <laughs> it's pretty good. You said that you said like, that. I know he's like semi athletic, like he plays basketball and shit, but it, it's pretty good. Anyway, uh, dude, that beat is so hard. Dude, dude I was going to say, you, you said that beat was tough. If only I could go back and put that in my CD player, my uh, Honda Civic that I had back in school with my two. Oh, yeah, with, with your my, Alpine? With no Audio Bond, sir. Okay. My two Flame Edition Audio Bond 12-inch subs I had in my trunk. Okay. Yeah. I have mine in my Dodge Shadow. Oh, there you go. Turbo. Oh, shit. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I had that ES Turbo, bro. Don't worry about me. <laughs> it's not a flex. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. He's uh, You want to do one more? Because the new one's really short. Let's do one more. Let's okay. do the new one that came out. It's called I Love Myself. Came out eight hours ago. It's two minutes long. Here we go. It'd be Here awesome go. if this was just little Dicky doing Beartooth. 
Right. I, <laughs> dude, I swear to God, I thought the same thing when I saw the title. That's so funny. Whoa, hang on. I have not listened to this yet, so dude, I have no idea what Dude, is this a continuation of the music video? I think so. That's dope. Well, ob- well obviously, yeah. Huh. Okay. For those just listening, by the way, the music video was basically like a take on the Joker, not shitty Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, Heath Ledger's <laughs> Joker. Yeah. So I just want to point that out. Yeah. Anyway. I do. Is that him singing? I don't think so. I'm, I'm wondering who th- that almost sounds. It sounds like uh, I don't know, like an old school. Oh, let's listen more. Voice. I love myself. I love my will. They said I won't. I bet I will. I love my flaws. I love what's real. I won't feel full till I'm fulfilled. I had a hole in my soul. Nobody knew what I know. Always been a know-it-all. Broke down the moment my songs were posted. Wasn't always about how it goes. I was trying to get the downloads. But before I had the upvotes, it was down low on my bones. And my parents said, don't do it. All my friends looking like, are you nuts? Never time for reflections. But the man in the reflection held me down. Wasn't cocky, just convinced. I remember being held down while they made fun of my dick. Little dick. I would say I'm nothing without all you, but I... At what point does he drop the little dick thing? You mean like when, like... When Not he... change his name, just stop talking about it in songs. Oh, uh, never. That's part of <sighs> that's part of his persona, man. I get it, but I'm fucking over it, man. He doesn't need to, that's my point. Yeah. I think that's why I'm asking that. Like, he doesn't need to bring it up. He doesn't. Like, I get it. Yeah. Like, his his name is a play on words, and it's it's a... It's a, it's a, you know, and a, it's a parody of what rappers' names are today, but like, I don't know. Just me. Had to love me before all you. Please don't forget yourself. I've barely met myself. Can't go through life like I did it. I want to scream that I did it. Expecting that. No. I was trying to see if it said who was singing on that, but it didn't. I really, I really, I really like the continuation of the music video thing. Do you? Do you know of many bands that have done that? I know. Uh, I, I think Breaking Guns and Roses. So they did that with music videos, like for a record. Yeah. Were you talking about like ex- extended music videos where they kind of continue into the next song? Yeah, I guess. Or like you know, a, a lot of sometimes records come out and they're like the the whole record is one story basically from the beginning sure. to the end. And like if you make music videos for 
at least your biggest hit songs on there, you start out at the beginning of your story and, you know, the last single that you put out or whatever is the end of that story. That's a pretty cool idea, I think. I don't think you see many people do that. Uh, No, not in rock music or metal music or no, not, not really. I mean, Guns N' Roses did it when they did Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 and they got a ton of shit from people. They thought it was cheesy and they thought it was like, just this sort of ego driven thing, like this ego box for Axel and which it was, because that's who he was. Right. Like he's jumping off a fucking ship into the water and swimming with dolphins. And it's like, what the fuck does this have to do with anything, <laughs> dude? Like But I love those old music videos. We were just watching my favorite one is the Well, November Rain. Like even if you watch the November Rain music video, it's like what is this drop? What is this soap opera I'm watching during this song? Right. Uh, but then a- another one is uh, Bon Jovi. Uh, the song I believe is called. Oh, we're just gonna watch it. It's the most. <laughs> I I make my wife watch it every now and then because it's just so. F- I just laugh at it because it's so dramatic and so like. Always is it called always? Yeah, maybe it's always. Come up with some better song titles, Bon Jovi. Yeah, this is it. This is it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck, this is so funny. The song's just so ridiculously over the top dramatic, and it's like, here we go. We'll end on this. Because who doesn't want to end on cheesy Bon Jovi? Hey, can I point out that, uh, please, Lil Dicky has more subscribers on YouTube than Bon Jovi does. Does that surprise well, That's not surprising. Is it, you don't think that's surprising? No, that's not surprising at all. Guess because people that listen relevant. to Bon, I guess the people that Bon that listen to Bon Jovi aren't on YouTube all that much, and probably don't know correct, how to. Su- they don't know how to subscribe to a YouTube channel. Cor- cor- correct, <laughs> sir. Oh shit! Jack Noseworthy. There's nothing more '90s than this music video. Just want to point that out. You, hang on. Did you... What? Is that really his name, or did you make that name up? Jack Noseworthy. Yeah, that's his name. Okay. He used to be on MTV, and he's in a bunch of... I mean, he's been in a lot of stuff. Like, you can still see him in TV shows and stuff today. Huh, okay. Along with her. That's you know. Do you know who this lady is? No. She was in the movie Son-in-Law. She was in the movie Snake Eyes. She was in Entourage for a while. You'll know her when you see her. She's sure? been in a ton of shit. This Romeo's bleeding. <laughs> Ooh, man. But you can't see his blood. Can't see his blood. It's nothing but some feelings that this old dog kicked up. Got the wind blowing in his hair. This lady right here. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> now I'm drowning in the flood. You see, I've always been a fighter. But without you, I give up. I can't sing a love song like the way it's meant to be. Well, I guess I'm not that good anymore. But baby, that's just me. Yeah, I will love you, baby. Always
Rebecca Gayhart laying on the couch. You know who that is? I know the name. She she looked, of 90s she stuff. looked yeah she looked familiar. Yeah. Oh yeah, she was. She was actually in Boy Meets World, by the way. Just so you know. Not surprising. Yep. Everything '90s, like I said. Yeah. yeah. Carla Gugino was in Saved by the Bell. Oh, there you go. The original. Oh snap. With Miss Bliss. Don't get it <laughs> twisted. All right, so we're going to skip ahead because this is a six mother fucking minute song and video. So anyway, when I'm talking about the drama, so these these two are a couple, they uh, everybody young love, great great great. They end up like he paints a picture of another woman and she finds it, so it becomes this huge drama. Let me see. Or no, I'm sorry. She gets uh she gets a paint she gets a <laughs> Her portrait painted by another guy, and he uh, finds it, and he flips out. So we'll skip ahead. <laughs> this guy, whose name I don't know, but I was also, I was also in a bunch of fucking ninety shit, like higher learning. Here we go. Like, should I get naked? That's too short. Ridiculous guitar solo. <laughs> Necessary to paint shirtless guy. <laughs> so stupid. This is a shitty painting, by the way. She calls him where? to come pick her yeah, up in where? a place that she <laughs> doesn't know where she is. So, hey, let me call my boyfriend. And he's Why? like, and she And she didn't even that... put clothes back on. Right, right. Before. I'm naked. He's like, wait a minute. Is that is that you? Is that you? <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> Honey, it's okay. I didn't get naked. He did. He did a good thing. That painting sucked. <laughs> More guitar solo. So this guy, in retaliation to finding out that his chick was painted by another dude. She probably banged him. He well, blows well, up the apartment. <laughs> well, she definitely banged him. She woke up in the bed well, naked. Well, you know, maybe not. Maybe he was a gentleman and he left and she just fell asleep because she was tired. Uh, okay. It that's, was the 90s, I mean, you know. that's a story. And he just leaves like, I didn't do it. Why doesn't that fireman stop and be like, hey, bro, you know anything about that? You just came out of the building and it <laughs> just happened. Nope. Nope, just walking by. What? I said, nope, just walking by. Yeah. 
he's the guy who banged his girl. <laughs> Wait, that's my apartment. God, the 90s were great. Anyway, you get the picture. Uh-huh. That uh, that, that was weird that you said that because there was a picture on the screen when you said that. I need a shower now. <sighs> yeah, I could wash that off of me. That'd be great. Yeah. That hook's going to be stuck in your head all night. Probably. Yeah. Bon Jovi will do that to you. I don't get Bon Jovi haters. And I'm I know a, a lot of them. I'm a fan. I love Bon Jovi. Been a fan for a long time. Yeah. Anyway, his hits, as you can tell, his, I remember that stupid his, video. His hits are some of the biggest hits of all time. So to be all a time. hater is like a Nickelback, a hater. Ha- Nickelback hater. I heard that Nickelback's not hated anymore. I heard it's like a, it's like a cool new thing to like like Creed and like Nickelback. Oh, that's not good. Like it's become cool to like Limp Bizkit and stuff. That's not good, man. That means they're probably not. It's really gonna, not. They're not going to sell anymore. Yeah, it's really not that cool. Uh-uh. I think people should just keep hating them. Yeah, Are, we're, we should be due for like a Limp Biscuit record again. It's been like two years since they put that last one out, right? When do they come to town? We're going to go, right? I'd like to. Yeah, I want to go. To that it'll be fun. Is it a part of a festival or is it just them? I don't remember. No, it's their show. Okay. Remember, it's them. We played the 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 promo video. It's them. Is it at Hollywood? I don't remember. Yeah, it's at the amphitheaters. Like Corey Feldman's on it, and Riff oh, Raff is hosting yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it's this summer. Dude, we should totally go. Summer show. Stop going. Let's get out of here. All right, let's do it. <laughs>